How's it going, everyone? Uh, my name is Ryan. I'm so glad that you're tuning in with us. I hope your week is going well and that you're staying safe and healthy. Uh, tonight, we'll be going through Ephesians chapter 4, verses 17 through 32. Up until this point in Ephesians, the Apostle Paul has been reminding the church about the, about the, story, about the gospel story. And in the passage we're covering, he explains the response Christians should have with the gospel. We'll be focusing on putting off the old self and putting on the new self. Go ahead and grab your Bible, open up your Bible app on your phone. Please follow along with me and we'll read together verses 22 to 24. You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. We should put on the new self because living a holy and righteous life is Christ-like. This way of living brings glory to God and glorifying God is fulfilling. That's what we're created for. The Ephesians, they had this former way of living that was just enticed and entangled by sin. He instructs them to grow up and to live with purpose. I love how in Ephesians, Paul reminds, he reminds the church um, before, like their life before accepting Christ and what happens after accepting Christ. Before accepting Christ, they were lost corrupted by deceitful desires, hopeless, children of wrath. They were dead in their sin. After accepting Christ, they were made alive and now citizens in the kingdom, not slaves to sin, but slaves to righteousness. And they have a direction and a purpose. As followers of Christ, we should live our lives in such a way that genuinely reflects a transformed life. But let me be clear, you're still going to mess up. And after you mess up, you should confess your sin before God because he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. That's not to say that we should easily be swayed by our older self. After committing my life to Christ years ago, I struggled with letting go of two specific areas of my old self. Dealing with these two areas of sin was challenging because I would frequently go back to them as an escape. To better illustrate this, I felt like I was in the middle of a tug-of-war battle between my selfish desires and what I knew what was right before God. Maybe you're currently in a tug-of-war battle between your old way of living and the new life you have in Christ. The Apostle Paul addresses how we should how we should handle this exact dilemma in Romans chapter 6, verses 12 through 13. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey its evil desires. Do not offer any part of yourself to sin as an instrument of wickedness, but rather offer yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life and offer every part of yourself to him as an instrument of righteousness. So we should refuse to let sin take control of ourselves. Instead of being mastered by sin, 
We need to embrace the true life that we already have in Christ. If we crawl back to our old ways of living, we're headed right where Satan wants us to be, which is further from God. In this chapter, there are two specific areas that I want to go over in regards to putting off the old self and putting on the new. The first area is in the way that we communicate. The way we communicate with one another is either positive, it ends up being positive or negative. Uh, Our old self constantly tells lies, puts people down, swears, and is quite frankly toxic. I was an avid skateboarder in high school and I I did not like these, in, in the past, I did not like these individuals known as posers. In the skate culture, posers are those who rep the skate gear, they carry around a skateboard, and they don't skate. In one instance, I insulted one of, one of my classmates to his face, saying he was a poser and that he was not good at skateboarding. He was rightfully taken aback, Uh, by this because it was such a terrible and random thing to say. What I communicated and how I communicated the words that I said was extremely hurtful and not constructive. The Apostle Paul addresses what communicating looks like when putting on the new self. In verse 25, it says, Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor, for we are all members of one body. And in verse 29, Paul writes, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. The way we communicate with others should be truthful, genuine, wholesome, and most importantly, helpful for building others up. Many of you have roommates or are back home with family, I want, to, I want you to think about how you can build up those around you. An easy way you can do this is to give encouragement. Letting them, letting them know that you're proud of them or are thankful for them or telling them that they're doing a good job is a great first step. To take this a step further, I want to challenge you to say at least one encouraging thing to three different people every single day this week. Developing a habit of building others up will truly reflect the change that Christ has made in your life. The second area in which we need to put off is our confrontational behavior. Let's look at verse 31. Get rid of all bitterness, rage and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. All of these qualities reflect confrontational behavior and result in resentment and unclear relationships. If we're not careful to follow Christ wholeheartedly, we have potential to fall short of what God wants for us. For us to spiritually grow up, we must put off bitterness, rage, anger, slander, brawling, and malice toward one another. The reality is, is that these things, they just hinder us from pursuing holiness and righteousness. These actions will be hurtful to others and the Holy Spirit grieves when we do it. So we should take necessary actions to put on the new self. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, 
just as in Christ God forgave you. Ephesians 4, 32. It's compelling to look at, the, look at these Christ-like qualities in the verse. The focus is not on ourselves, but on others. We should not be rude, but kind. Instead of forsaking others, we need to forgive others. I love that the Apostle Paul said this, forgiving each other just as in Christ, God forgave you. Because we have been forgiven, we should forgive others. I encourage you to think about how you can process being kind, compassionate, and more Christ-like before others. Paul reinforces this idea of laying aside confrontational behaviors in Philippians chapter 4 verses or sorry, Philippians chapter 2 verses 14 through 16. Do everything without grumbling or arguing so that you may become blameless and pure, children of God without fate, without fault in a warped and crooked generation. Then you will shine among them like stars in the sky as you hold firmly to the word of life. Philippians chapter 2 verses 14 through 16. We will be a light to the entire world when we live obediently and hold firm to and hold with firmness to what the Bible says. You will stand out to the world when putting God as your number one priority and with your life, you'll be glorifying his name. By putting on the new self, we are living the way God intended for us to live by becoming more and more like him. We wouldn't be living in a tug of war battle being pulled to our sinful desires. Let's be done with our old selves. Going back to our former way of living is not a productive, is, it's honestly not productive in our walk. As followers of Christ, we must grow up, we must grow up to be a mature representation of the citizenship that we have with God. What this is gonna take is change. I want, I want to encourage you to take some time to evaluate your walk with Christ. Are you still indulging in the, in the former way of life? Is the way you communicate or behave around others hindering you from the life God intended for you? What sin do you need to repent of or turn from? Maybe you haven't made the decision to follow Christ. Tonight could be the night that you fully surrender your life um, to Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You can turn from your old way of living and embrace the new life that Christ has. Um, let, us, let us know what your top takeaways are um, and how we can be praying for you. I'm going to go ahead and pray, and then uh, the band's going to come up and uh, sing a couple more songs. So why don't you pray with me? Um, Father, I just uh, thank you for, for who you are. Thank you for your grace. Um, I, I praise you for how forgiving, loving, and just great you are. Um, I ask that everyone listening would take whatever next step you have led them to take, whether that's honoring you with the way that they communicate, the way they behave toward others, or to embrace the new life that you have for them. I pray that you would give us the strength to put off the old self and that we would continually offer ourselves as instruments of righteousness. In Jesus' name, amen.